0: Welcome back to another episode of Bios Check-In. Hi everyone! First things first, happy Liberation Day to Italy and happy Psyop Week! Why thank you, thank you! If you have been listening for a while you know that we hold origin
1: stories and representation for all dear and close to our hearts. If you have not, if you just joined us, there's a few episodes we can recommend to catch up starting with one on Afrofuturism with Jasmine Krenzel.
0: Hi Jasmine, we'll see you at PSYOP. So for this back to basics, how could we not delve a little into the origin of PSYOP as an organization?
1: And if you have seen our session on the conference program, on LinkedIn, or on that little list of must-see sessions for new attendees and students, you know, feel free to consider this a prequel to it, because by the end of the episode, our hope is that you will notice some shared themes, some areas of growth, and some connecting red threads throughout. Before we delve into the
0: plot twists and the drama of getting professional recognition for I.O., we and The field owe a huge debt to Laura Copes, who served as PSYOP historian between 1996 and 2001, and created the majority of the resources for this episode. But with that in mind, let's check in, bear with me, okay? Once upon a time, in a land not so far away, industrial organizational psychologists suffered, not being acknowledged for what they contributed to the field, and being lumped into consulting and business psychology, until from the fog emerged science
1: something like that? Sure. Or, you know, as I work with reverse engineering a lot, starting from the end. As of 2022, PSYOP is the 14th division of the APA, the American Psychological Association, and the APA as a whole is turning 130 years young this year. Over this time, the APA was not always responsive to applied professionals' requests for support of their needs, Dr. Copps reminds us. So I.O.S. being I.O.S. and New Yorkers being New Yorkers, mm-hmm. matters were taken into our own hands in 1921, almost 30 years after the APA was started, with the foundation of the New York Association of Consulting Psychologists mostly coming from the clinical and educational professions, which would then grow into a nationwide association by 1930, due mostly to the dissatisfaction with the APA. And did
0: APA leadership get the hint then? Nope! So, in 1937, after trying to work within the system, applied psychologists from the APA and the ACP Formed the American Association for Applied Psychology, AAAP, and within
1: it, Section D for Industrial and Business Psychology. Hold on. A quick sanity check for those like me who do not love acronyms. Because this is starting to give a little bit of a hundred years of solitude <laughs> with the Aureliano Senior, Aureliano Junior. So so far we have the APA. The American Psychological Association. Yes. NYACP, the New York Association for Consulting Psychology, Mm -hmm. which then evolved into just ACP. Mm -hmm. And the one you just mentioned is AAAP, so AAAMP, or the American Association for Applied Psychology. Okay? Correct. All right. Please proceed. So,
0: AAAP, Section D, was home for industrial psychologists. Remember, we're still figuring out the O part of the equation, so Mm -hmm. not there yet. Right. Until 1945. This is the golden age of Army Alpha and Army Beta, aptitude tests, but also of preparing for the post-war economic boom. So, during this time, the purpose of the AAAP section d industrial and business are a to promote high standards of practice in the application of psychology to business industry public service and allied vocational fields okay b to promote research and publication in these fields c to facilitate the exchange of information and experience among its members d to promote the development of new professional opportunities and e to contribute in general to the advancement of applied psychology
1: okay so far so good we love to see it and very much in line with where psyop is today right Mm -hmm. Um, but in 1945 also due to the horrors of world war ii um, societal pressures to reevaluate well how we did everything Um, the APA AAAP and the SPSSI wait another one I I am aware the SPSSI better known as the Society for the Psychological Study of Social Issues try to say it three times fast backwards (laughs) we're all asked to merge and address national welfare as a whole you know, the small question of the time.
0: <laughs>
1: so, this is the official birthday of SIOP as APA Division 14 alongside the other five branches of the AAAP. So, we have a couple less acronyms on our plate now. <laughs> but, there, there's always a but, isn't there? This is also the origin of the membership. Versus associate membership debate.
0: Ha ha ha. Okay. Let's get into it. There were members. There were associates. And there are fellows. Associate status was debated, cancelled, and reinstated between 1957
1: to 1963. Exactly. Um, and then the fellowship denomination got lumped into membership Mm -hmm. so that those who were already fellows became member those who were members stayed members Mm -hmm. and that's when associates became the to call it transparently the lower tier of involvement Um, and it's still a debate now of the levels of involvement that an associate versus a full-time member Mm -hmm. can get to.
0: Right now, PSYOP has student level, Mm -hmm. associate level, Mm -hmm. fellow, and member.
1: Yes, but the fellow denomination evolved from indicating what we now consider a member Mm -hmm. to recognition of significant impact on the field. Yeah. So it's a lot more exclusive than Mm -hmm. it used to be.
0: Does the fellow breakfast? Or... Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Cool. For example, for say, volunteering, mm-hmm. associates can't be chairs of, of committees. Mm-hmm.
1: Just throwing it out there. So, remember when I said we're going to cover a lot of things, and this is should inform how we move forward yeah this is my not so subtle hint to keep in mind those red threads great
0: but the five goals of division 14 industrial and business psychology were to one ensure high standards of practice b promote research and publication in the field c provide a forum for exchange of information and experience d develop new professional opportunities for industrial psychologists and e advance applied psychology
1: If you remember the goals and objectives that we just mentioned from the AAAP section D above, just a little bit ago in the episode, has a lot of overlap and again, continues well into today's PSYOP organization. Mm -hmm. So we proceed, merry and happy, until like all teenagers have done at one point or the other. In 1962, PSYOP considers a name change. We drop business, like many sophomores before us, Mm -hmm. and we add organizational to the name of the division. And that's how we get the O of Mm I.O. Likewise, in the 60s and the 70s, nothing good can last forever. The APA starts pissing people off again. In the 1970s the APA focused more and more on applied practice and less on scientific research. Mm. So dissatisfaction grows, more and more people do not see themselves represented by the organization, Mm -hmm. until in 1988, acronym ALERT, the APS, the American Psychological Society, is formed. And this led Division 14 to seek independence by chartering itself as its own society instead of a branch of the APA, gaining some independence and more definition. This is
0: when the purpose we have all come to be familiar with is identified. So to promote human welfare through the various applications of psychology, to all types of organizations providing good or services, such as manufacturing, concerns, commercial enterprises, labor unions, or trade associations, and public agencies. And
1: the rest is history. As our field evolved, as our technology evolved, of course, new areas have emerged. But that's our origin story for PSYOP in brief for this back to basics episode and if you want to learn more go to the website
0: look up Laura copes history of the organization and
1: talk to us there is also an extensive bibliography at the end of that page for anyone who wants to delve even deeper Mm -hmm. and of course that is just an overview this is just an overview let us know what other fun facts you find or may already know about the history and the past of psyop and where you want it to go and if you're attending the conference we hope to
0: see you in ballroom 6a on friday at 9am pacific time to talk about where to go from here and just make sure to say
1: hi to us if you are not going to be in seattle no worries we will be back next monday with our recap and we would still love to hear from you so Check in with us. As you know, all of our social media are open to you. Slide into our DMs on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Bias Check In Podcast. Send us a connection on LinkedIn. Claudia de la Pona. Susana Gomez Ornelas. Or leave us a voicemail on Anchor.fm. And if you so please, support the podcast. Please and
0: thank you.
1: Look for us on the hoova app. Claria de la Pona, Susana Gomez-Ornelas, chat us directly. You can find us under our graduate school. You can find us under our employer. You can find us under Bias Check-In Podcast, because that's who we are. And you can probably find me complaining about having to wear heels somewhere around the conference center.
0: Talk to us, let's get coffee. Let's meet up for drinks. Let's just say hi. We'll see you in the next one. Thank you. See you soon.